On dispensers of pets, going out at the cons, Renaissance fest, watch animated chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a trekkie, eh, sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Listen up, fanboy! And here's your host, of Madman on the Moose, Derek McCann! You had a lot, mis- a lot more sincerity and energy when you were unemployed. I think you should what? lose that job. Unemployed? I think you should lose that job. Yes. This is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of fanboyplanet.com. Uh, we are podcasting on Wednesday, October 5th, from Elusive Comics and Games. Are you two sure? Se- I am. Okay. Elusive Comics and Games 2725, El Camino Real, Suite 104, in Santa Clara, California. And to my right... And we're on lockdown. Uh, don't. What? Dude, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, we're on lockdown right now. We are? What's that mean? It's dangerous in the streets. It's dangerous. Can we still call out for pizza? Uh, maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, why don't you introduce yourself? This is Lon on the Loose Lopez. Yeah, and uh, now we're making a regular habit out of it. Across from me, wearing yellow, pimping his brother's work in a way his brother never would. Nate Costa. Buy my shoes on eBay. Okay. He just pimps and pimps and pimps. <laughs> He's a shoe pimp. Yes. And shoe pimp. Podcast Nate producer, Moral Dizzle. Compass. Rick Brett Snyder. Okay. There don't, we go. don't buy my shoes. I've only got one pair. You've got plenty. (laughs) And so we got some comics news. Um, We're we're scrambling trying to figure out if there's anything about movies we we want to say. If you have any movie news, you should write in right now. Write in right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's a weird. In honor of Richard Starkings, a time space continuum uh, switch would be fantastic. So the email address is editor at fanboyplanet.com. You believe correctly. Not only belief; it's true. <laughs> the the uh, the censorship uh, stickies of falling oh. off the mature. Oh, oh no. whoa, Lon! Did you do that with your mind? Yes, I thought so. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we got some comics news. We got some TV news. If we can figure out if there's any movie news in between, we'll talk about it. Or we'll just talk movies. Anybody go to the movies this week? No. no. I watched The Shining on Saturday. Thanks, but that movie's 30 years old. I know. I'd never seen it before. Oh, wow. Did you like Classic. it? It was a TV version, but yeah, I liked it. The TV, Wait, version, was TV version is different. No, that's uh, 15 years old, and so you saw the one with the guy from No, Wings. no, not the made-for-TV yeah. movie. Oh, okay. The edited-for-television Oh, yeah, you still get the point. With Jack Nicholson. With Jack Nicholson. Right. Although you don't get to see the naked lady in the bathtub. No, right. it's blurred out. It was actually quite funny. There were a couple scenes that were blurred out. It's like, wait a minute, let's go. Oh, I get it. They're ghosts. They're naked. Naked ghosts. <laughs> Weird. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, let's start with some comics news. Uh, Lon, you've read some comics. I have, but the only one of note that I'd like to speak of... Actually, I did look at some of the books you guys talked about last week, and mm-hmm. I have to concur with you on the... what's the What was the Kyle Rayner one? The New Guardian. Uh, New Guardian. That yeah. was crap. That was absolute crap. Uh, although I did like Red Hood and the Misfits or whatever that was called. Outlaws. The Outlaws. I thought that was fun. I thought that was a good time. Okay. And I loved the art. I thought the art was great. I talked with someone today that liked Red Hood and the Outlaws as well because Jason Todd hadn't gotten out of Batman's shadow in a long time. I, I was see. Like, it's good. 
Well, because it was all the time he spent dead. Well, and Roy that. Harper has his arm back. And that. Oh, that's true. You know, I yeah, that's true. I was so <laughs> annoyed by the rest of it. I didn't even notice that. That so, was the first question I asked. Did, did he have his arm? He's like, oh yeah, two arms. Yeah. <laughs> well, great. Okay. Uh, I read The Flash, which I did not hate, did not but love. But that's how I felt. It was just kind of mediocre. It was, just, it was yeah. in the middle. It's just weak. Well, I just was like, eh, it's a Flash book, but I don't know. I mean, I just not. I really don't understand the reason for bringing Barry back. No, especially when they. Well, I well. have this article up. You, uh, yes, we have no crises. Uh, Ooh, uh, can we talk about that later? Yeah, like in the, later in yeah. this segment. Yeah, because I I didn't read those articles, but I saw that and I wanted. I'd like to expand on that. <laughs> Thank you, Long. Well, no, no. I mean, okay. I think it's a good thing for uh, yes. you know to okay. discuss to our listeners. Right, right, too. right. Okay, yes. Um, but the one that you guys last week talked about was Superman number one. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you gave it high praise, right? You thought it was just okay? Not particularly. No. Now, I was going in with your kind of expectations, thinking, ah, maybe it's going to suck. And it's uh, well, it's written and penciled by George Perez, or no? Yes, uh, or at no, least breakdowns. Moral- or, uh, no. no. Rags Morales is on action. Who's on... Action. on uh, uh, George Perez is Perez. doing the breakdowns, and he's inked by someone else. Okay, but he, he also did the script. Jesus Marino. Marino. Jesus Marino. Marino. He is the inker. Okay. But Perez now, is doing the layout. Now, so here's the thing. I'm not a terribly big fan of Superman, and I didn't really care for action, um, the relaunch, so I wasn't really expecting much from this book. As I read it, the first thing it came to, first of all, I, I you know took my time and kind of read through it, and the first thing I will say, it's very, it's very dense with story. Yes. Now, I that's do. a good thing, though. Yes, I, I would agree with that. It's dense with dialogue. I don't know if it's all that dense with story. Well, it's here's the thing. It's now, how many pages do we do? they number the pages? It's like 22. For, for the whole, what is it, holding the line at 299 mm-hmm. for 22 or whatever, 20-something. Which they stopped doing this week. Sure. No, no, I went back and looked at that. No. But I'm just saying, really? for whatever... I will explain in a moment. Okay. In 22 pages of Let him go. book, no. I really felt like you get your money's worth story-wise in this comic, and I will explain why. Um, I, Perez isn't really known for his scripting or writing, really? Uh, no, that's he? not true. He oh, he did Wonder Woman. He relaunched Wonder Woman in the wake of Crisis on Infinite yeah. Earths. Okay, he's, you're he's right. A, he's a renaissance man. So he is actually okay. somewhat known for And he Good. wrote and drew a book for CrossGen back in... Uh, I do remember that, but I'm just, but I, I forgot about Wonder Woman. But yeah, but other than that, really, I mean, I guess he did co-plotting on what Teen Titans oh, yes, and Wolfman. He, he co-plotted yep. all of New Teen Titans. Okay, yes. so this book I just felt was really strong script-wise in the sense that he sets, he basically bookends the story with two different kind of uh, narrations. And I believe, like, the first narration is what? Like, the mayor's giving a speech about right. the Daily Planet. And then the end is, what, a story by Clark Kent. Right. Um, right. And so, so I, I, thought, I thought that was... So, uh, yeah, okay. I thought that Good. was kind of a nice touch. I also thought... And this is spoiler alert because we're going to... just I'm going to give away story points. This I feel like... Um, kind of the introduction of the Daily Planet ball and kind of making that a big deal and you're not really sure what's the big deal while we're spending all this time and then later in the story using it as kind of a surprise weapon thought that was really cool also symbolically if you notice that the first page was the destruction of the old Daily Planet globe sure sure which is you know kind of a symbolic way of saying everything you fanboys think is going away it's all changing but it's changing but it'll look still somewhat similar but I also think too though that 
in the modern day and age, just look at all like what happens in Vegas. I mean, they they built they spent I, all I can't, those, it stays there in Vegas. They spent all that money to develop a hotel and then they they just nah, we don't like it and then well, they're, they're knocking down fifty year old hotels. Well no well, no, there was that new one, was it like the wind or something or like already ready oh, to the wind still maybe it's a different one. But what I'm saying is though You may just, be thinking of the sands. Because that's changed recently, but they didn't knock I don't know. the hotel There was down. one, like, the guy was all proud and selling it, and then he hated it, and I thought he demolished it. But either way, in this day and age, you know, look at, like, with sports stadiums and stuff. They're taking them down because it's, it's all about revenue, wanting to make money. So, of course, they're going to put a new Daily Planet building, update it, whatever. I also like the introduction of this Edge guy. Is he a new character? Or Morgan, is no, Morgan Edge has never been black before. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay. Morgan Edge was created by Jack Kirby in 1971 for Jimmy Olsen. Okay. Was played on Smallville by Rooker Hauer. Galaxy. So his introduction is like taking over the company, and then, you know, there's Lois, and, you know, promoting Lois to this new thing, you know. Right. All all actually happened in 1971. Same plot. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Well, to me, it's fantastic. Wait, was Lois doing the TV news? Yeah, and Clark, and the difference is that Clark took an anchor job, and throughout most of the 70s, Clark Kent was a television anchor. Interesting. For WGBS. I just think that the character development here was pretty good, too. Sorlack. Okay. Well, yeah. I think they're synonymous. Um, Shut up. You know, I some of what you're talking about, I, I don't disagree, but they like four, you pa- get a, you get four a lot pages of, in, you, they you do know, a call out to a different story for yeah, two pages. You get a lot of story, but there is a and, – and I would say, if all you're interested in is how much story you're getting per page, yes, this is a, this is a good deal. This is what – more of DC's New 52 should be doing as far as density of story. I'm all with it. Mm-hmm. However, there is something editorially going on, if there is something editorially going on, that is keeping some things deliberately vague. And like. what I don't like, it well, because there is a reference to, and I found it confusing. I, had, I, I read this book twice, actually. That, um, And I will probably continue to see what George Perez is going to do because I am a Superman fan. But what I saw was um, they said something about the stadium. You mentioned I mentioned old stadiums, but that's actually a stadium is a plot point here. And there are construction workers who say uh, who who make a comment of like he's the reason we need a new stadium in the first place about Superman. And then you get another fight where you think the stadium is going to be destroyed. I thought it was a flashback because there have been so many flashbacks and flash sides right. and so forth in these books so far. That was confusing to me. If you're going to complain about Superman destroying the stadium and then you're going to have another fight in which the stadium is being destroyed, it's confusing because. Because you were confused by Justice League starting five years in the past and Action Comics starting ten years in the past in a continuity that's a little confused. But the other thing is Stormwatch number one came out. I went back and reread Stormwatch as well because there's an alien on one page who blows a horn. There it is. That's this the alien one. shows up. I hate that. Blows a horn and says, for more on this mystery, see Stormwatch number one. What happens in Stormwatch number one? In one panel they say, yeah, we got to check out that alien horn blowing thing. It's okay. crap. It's ridiculous. Okay, so that's an editorial thing. That <laughs> How do you really feel, Derek? I just think that's for for a, a, a line for of a saying first issue that we're only going to organically cross oh, over when it makes agree. sense. It is just like, wow, they just lied to us and lied to us and lied. Who do they think they are? The government? Okay, but that's that's they think more of a marvel. Ooh, interesting. Zing. But I mean, zing. <laughs> but I mean, it, as a, as an issue itself, though, not putting in all the other stuff. 
I mean, I agree. I, but I just, I, I think I thought his like the side characters, the security guards. I thought they were fleshed out enough. I yeah, thought, but this is also loser Superman. This is like yeah. fringe guy. This, this is, is like this is, is like a Clark Kent who's going to go on and protest on Wall Street, right? And I, no one's going to pay attention to. But him actually, really. I like that. The I thought that actually who, was pretty the, good because you they brought him back to the changing the hairstyle and the way he's dressed and stuff is a better disguise. Than just the glasses in the in the oh, right, suit with the hair slicked back, and then back. just the ending. He's just so unhappy. He's he's, he's mo- such a loser. He's mopey, Clark Kent. But I thought that's what we you talked about with action. They made him Peter Parker. They made him yeah. You know, back in but the he was sh- happy in that. There were things. There were things where he was like he was kind of cool. This is like this is constipated. Look at his face everywhere <laughs> you go. He's like and sorry, Lois. And the implication is for. That's, that's good storytelling because right there. Yeah, and this is you know this is a guy who's been hanging out with Lois Lane for at least at least five years. And and she makes the specific comment, Clark. No, we've never gotten together, and it's just kind of like, wow, dude, you've never mentioned loser. Okay, so it oh, might but be, I'm just saying. I think I'm, I'm going to give it a chance. I just, but I mean, I think that sets up a really good story to tell, where you put your character yeah. up in a tree and you throw rocks at him. But I mean, in action comics, which you didn't like, but I did. I really liked that the that Superman was still being set up as an inspiration, and in this issue. Almost everybody's treating Superman as like he's somebody to be distrusted. He's unhappy. He's angry in every panel. And it's like Action Comics number one was exhilarating to me. Partially because I really do do dig Rags Morales. But artwork, but every page was like, yeah, this is a Superman I can get behind. This is awesome. This is cool. I'm digging this guy. He's trying to inspire. This one is trying to just go, would you guys just get it? And you know he's just uh, angry. Like Superman was doing that. Yeah, the whole time and he's Clark like fi- he, the whole he's trying to save people, and then and he sa- and he floats above the Daily Planet uh, destruction, pouting. And they and then Jimmy Olsen and Lois Lane go, "Oh look, there, Superman doesn't look happy." And where's Clark? Well, you know Clark's not happy. So it's all about he's he's whiny. And I don't I don't mind that he's not quite the man of action because the original Superman, the re- original Clark Kent was kind of mousy. That was the point, you yeah. know, that Lois says, you know, call me when you become a real man. And uh, and it was had by necessity had to had to seem like he was a coward, but this one this isn't cowardice. He's just pouty, and that's no, aside, different. The pouting aside, I, I think that if he's not the the champion, the hero to all the other hero, all the other heroes in the universe, I think that sets up for better stories. I think he can be. He doesn't. There's not an expectation of. Well, him. no, I agree, and with he the, hasn't I, reached that status. I yet. agree with that, but as it, well, he's supposed to by for this book. Action's the one set in the past, right? But the thing I, I, I'd say is just—is he in the league at this point? Yes. Oh, well. he's been in the league for five years. For, and from this book, yep. From and where am I supposed to know that? Exactly. But that's just the reading, problem. But that's right. what I'm saying. So if I just read this book, because I mean, we know we know that though, because if you read Stormwatch number one, there's uh, it's very specific there that Martian Manhunter has joined Stormwatch after being in the league for five years, and Justice League, which as uh, Nate has pointed out to me. We may never see Justice League number two. Uh, That's an exaggeration. <laughs> well, maybe. Um, you know what they need? If you have you bought any of the Star Wars uh, books uh, in any of the you know, like the 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 expanded really universe. old uh, the, the um, expanded universe books? expanded universe or the the ones that happen just they have a timeline in each one of those books to tell you where the book fits in. Right, but DC wants timeline. DC wants to pretend that everything's accessible, but it's but not. I, I also don't like. I, I, in general, I just don't like a DC universe. I, I, I'm, I'm skeptical of a DC universe where everyone is skeptical, skeptical of the heroes. Because as Nate just said, that's like Marvel. It seems like you're copying Marvel. Don't. You can, you can carve your own, your own 
way, and you've clearly kicked Marvel's ass this month. And you're going to kick Marvel's ass uh, in October as well. maybe they're kicking uh, Marvel's ass because they're trying this different approach. To be like Marvel? Their old approach wasn't working. We'll have to see if they kick their ass this next month. Yeah. Well, well, I just think that issues number, issue number twos have shipped with uh, higher numbers than issue number one. But will they sell through? Well, we'll see. But you also got to... And con- they are fully retu- returnable. Yeah. You got to take into consideration, too, if you're updating your characters and putting them in a more modern world, in a, in a world of, you know, uh, instant gratification and cell phones and everything else, I know, that, and yeah, people it. are more jaded in general. That's to say, I'm going to give it a chance, but... I mean, they're less trusting of their public figures than, than ever, so... Why would they trust a Superman? Why would they care? Well, but if he's been around for five years and... Yeah, well, you know. Snooki's been around for five years. Oh, and, my God. And, you know, <laughs> they hold her up to high you, regard. So. What? What's her power again? Uh, she can turn orange. Ultra stupidity. Orange. Oh, so she's it. like... Uh, and she can wrestle. She's like Starfire then, right? Mm, kind of. Oh, no kind wonder Lon likes chunkier, that book. uglier Starfire. Okay. <laughs> Well, now we put that in perspective, we'll get back to you in weeks to come with Lon's real-world analogs. There you go. <laughs> Jersey Shore, Derek. I, I meant like actual real world, oh, not like the world. show. No, oh, I, I, I get it. Series. I got what you... Yeah. But I would just say, if you're looking for a good I'm read for $3, <laughs> Superman number one was pretty good, in my opinion. All right. Okay. That's fine. And adding to their list, you know, this week we got two new number ones. Two new number ones? From DC. Could you say that again, please? Two new number ones. Two new number ones, okay. Well, Where are they? Limited are series. They? Limited series, The Huntress, number one, by Paul Levitz, who created the character in the first place. Oh, wait, is it Selena or Helena? It whatever? is Helena, and her costume has gone back to being a little bit less um, sexy. Boo. Yeah, sorry. Uh, the the bare med roof has gone. It's back to more what it was originally. Is she a mafioso daughter? I don't know. Again? I haven't read it. Okay. I, uh, but I would assume she still is because I flipped you through it. it. It didn't look. Bec- it looked like it was dealing mostly with uh, because you can't have the crime. original uh, the original origin anyway. She can't go back to being Batman's daughter. So and why they, not? It's a new fifty two because he's, he's already not that old. He's already done way too much in she ten years anyway. I mean, it, yeah, it, you know, Batman's had how many Robins in ten years and uh, four. And, mm-hmm. yeah, so and a son. Every two and a half years, he uh, rotates out of Robin. No, what I mean is he's had he's been able to sire a son and train four Robins. I mean, the guy's busy. And he, he fights is. crime. And, and he has a whole Damien bunch of supposed to be? Uh, and he 12. masters tons of martial so arts. I think, and he's really smart. I think what we're going to say is that all the Ra's al stuff was happening before he became public as Batman. That he Interesting. Been existing longer. Uh, as about uh, as detective uh-huh. and cross swords, and he's a deadbeat dad. Uh, no, he he wasn't allowed to know that he had a son. He didn't want to say. It happened a long time ago in a graphic novel, far far away, well, in did. another universe. Was a good uh, yes, exactly in another universe. Speaking of that, yes, could you tell me more about? Yes, we have no crisis. That's why I I, I, I wrote long articles so you could read those. Uh, because but, Dan DiDio tweeted this weekend that in but, the new universe. Uh, no crisis had happened. So there's no anti-monitor? Right. Which is okay. So, and, so and Hawk never became uh, the monarch? Well, there's, that's the problem. So that's why I wrote that article. I went through all the crossovers from uh, all the things that kind of count as crises, even if they weren't. Uh, so Mon-El doesn't exist? Well, Mon-El has been rebooted like three or four times as a result of In the changes. New 52, though? 
Uh, he ah, thanks. That's the flaw. I forgot to write about the Legion because the point is, yes, Monel does exist, and as I've told you, if you read yeah. Legion Superheroes, they went on completely as before. They remember everything. Oh, they're outside the loop. They're outside the loop. They know Monel is operating in the future in the thirty first century, uh, knowing that uh, there is no that that they can't get to Superman because there's this flash flashpoint break wall that they can't get through. So, so they're kind of like the keepers of the old school, right? So that needs to be kind of my addendum to that piece. I meant to write that in, and I and I forgot. Aren't uh, you glad we had this talk? Uh, no, not really. Okay, uh, but uh, it's okay. Uh, so Barry never died saving the universe. That's pretty much the implication there. Yes, Barry never died saving the universe. So the only things that I'd say, the only thing that has an impact in continuity, and and it doesn't have to have been Crisis, because for twenty five years they would refer. to Wait the a second. In the first Hawk and Dove, don't they explain? That's what I said. That's the one. That's the one thing they said that Dove died Don in was, like a crisis, didn't he? Don was killed by a falling building. That's what happened. But they said he. Oh, I thought it was I like know. there was. Well, a, why don't you run and get it, Nate? To the, no, to the bat pole, Nate. I'll um, get it in a second. Okay, because I I did not go back and read Hawk and Dove. I remember that it was said, Hawk and, and it's a bit, that could Number be one. One. that could be rewritten to say the interns are getting the book. What actually <laughs> happened was that there's a reprint right there. Was that oh right there, <laughs> right there. Anyway. Uh, well, no, it was a reprint. It was a reprint number one. Uh, so what happened was that a building fell on Don Hall while he was, or Dove while he was saving a child. So thank you. What is your name? Liz. Liz. Liz thank you. We thank Liz. Intern Liz. Think she is. Well, she's a family without a podcast intern. Yes. Okay. So she's. I know she doesn't work here. Yeah. Oh no. Ah. Number two is number. Aha. Uh-huh. You know the rest of the story. Don or Pop during the worst, worst crisis, crisis the, the world's, world's ever seen. seen. Dan DiDio, for shame. Moated, corroded, your butt you exploded. Go. And that was the only thing that I knew they'd referenced that had come out of that out of that event. And then I went through every one of the events and figured what, what continuity is still has been referenced already. And the thing is, Barry has clearly never died. He has no Flash family because he's never married Iris. Right. So he has no grandson. There but what is, about Wally? Wally has not been mentioned yet because the Kid Flash that showed up in Teen Titans, they Ain't very Wally. specifically said, say, is no relation to the Flash. Now, that is a character saying that without necessarily knowing if that's true or not. Because we also, prepare to blow your mind, we don't know when the Flash takes place. Flash number one, is that five years ago too? He does seem like a very young Flash, like he hasn't been doing it that long. In that book. Which may be, but yeah, we. But a Flash could have been doing it long, and you just would have never known because he, he went so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But right there, Nate, say something. Or are you just going to sigh? I'm sensing a lot of hostility. <laughs> Crisis exists. It does not not exist. Right. And he says, "Well, let you know, let our writers fill in the gaps and so forth." And like, okay, you know, foiled by Hawk. But the Dunn. thing is, but even even before all this. When they would talk about crisis, the, the very nature of crisis was an event that people wouldn't remember. And they would always talk. No one would say specifically what had happened. And they said, yes, they remember the crisis. But in a world that was only one Earth and there was no Earth 2 anymore, it, it was always left nebulous. So these people just, like, went to sleep, woke up one morning, and the anti-monitor never came and destroyed their world. Yeah, that's what happened. That was I want to live in that that's world. That's what happened in issue number 12. They world. woke up and it was a completely new new Earth. It you actually live green. in a world where the antimonitor never destroyed it. No, I want to live in a world where like our greatest crises 
Like uh, we'll the economic go away. meltdown that's happening right no, now. No, I was going to reference Jersey Shore again. Oh. No! Bingo! No, you heard me. Just existing. Um, so, you're going to tell me Matthew McConaughey is going to guest next week. And hey, he's good. Yeah. Yeah. Snooky. What's next? Um, so, what's next? Uh, speaking of things that have come to an end, Haven Distributors. This is going. What kind of impact this is going to have? What? Well, here's. Do you know who Haven Distributors are? Yes, they distribute Haven. No. My favorite comic. No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no. Uh, they That's are Diamond th- that distributes Haven. Your favorite comic? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because they because now only Diamond distributes comics. Basically, no! they were the last stand against. Diamond. They were I indie comics distributor. Outlawed monopolies. You'd think that, wouldn't you? Mm. But I don't think that. Um, Does Diamond have to pay taxes? Uh, probably. They're okay. in financial trouble too. Oh, okay. And that's good. the tr- and, and, you know that's the truth. So we may soon have no distributors in those stores because no one can get books to them. But uh, Haven was the one they carried indies. But basically, Diamond had locked up Dark Horse, Image, DC, Marvel, two exclusives, and I think there was one other. Uh, IDW, IDW, and so the, so basically the five biggest publishers, you could not be carried by Haven, but Haven was there. It, you know, as Diamond has been troubled, has had trouble with its distribution. Uh, Haven was kind of there. It used to be Cold Cut in uh, Salinas, and uh, then they were bought by this company called Haven in Chicago. And they now, were bought by Haven, and now they are going to be uh, closing the doors at the end of October, fulfilling what orders they can, and then and then they're over, which does leave Diamond as the last man standing. Considering that they are in financial trouble themselves, we may never get our comics again. Is what you're saying? You may not. Justice League number two should have come out, but Diamond just couldn't get it together. That I, must be it. That must be oh, it. It's Diamond's That's, fault. So we didn't point that out. Nate's point is that this is the week. Actually, last week should have been when Justice League number two hit the stands. Right? <coughs> Had they committed to that? Yes. Did they say that in the? Technically, yes. Well, according to their whole new fifty two shipping schedules, etc. But I thought GLA was a special. They were going to come out. No, it was the number one of each month. An ongoing the same series. books every month, right? Right. <laughs> so this week is action. Blah 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 blah. Next week is whatever. Right. The week after and there that, are creative teams that are getting fired as we speak. So as Jeff we speak Johns for being late. And Jim Lee are fired. No, because Jeff Johns and Jim Lee are the ones who set that policy uh, and are the uh, You don't CCO make the rules and then don't follow them. And so co-publisher. you're fired. So then if last week wasn't when it was going to come out, it should come out this week. If it's not going to come out this week, it should come out next week. But it's still not solicited for next week either. Right. So who knows when it's coming out. Exactly. So And and by that stuff, the other co-publisher, Dan DiDio, so if OMAC is late. Hmm. So what you're telling knows. me is Dan DiDio is a big, fat phony is what you're saying. Oh, Mac came I, out this week. Though. I did, did. I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, so first yeah. he says no crises. Then he says justice. All the books are going to ship on time, or they're fired. And I caught him in two lies. Right. I mean, I guess they could say, "Oh, we Fool only want for Justice League to be the third shame on the deal." Anyway, but who knows? Whatever. Yeah, maybe. And let's see. Then will they stick to it? So it's Jim only Lee's been. Of time Jim Lee's been Jim busy as a fill-in artist. Well, you knew that was going to happen, but they said they've been working on it so that Jim Lee wouldn't fall behind. You know what? I happened. wish we were at a DC Nation right now. <laughs> we're having a little DC Nation right now. Because then I would go, a DC Yo. Balkan. Oh, look, it's the girl in the bat girl, uh, girl costume. What? <laughs> and it's Vixen. She was a little attractive. Um, so the other thing with DC, we talked about the Kindle Fire last week, mm-hmm. and we talked about DC announcing that they were going to be on the Kindle. What I failed to bring in here was that they've got several graphic novels that are going to be exclusive to Amazon the Kindle has. Fire. Right, Amazon. I'm sorry. It's Amazon Kindle. So, like, Watchmen 
if you want to read Watchmen, it, which is the the one that any, people that don't read comics are probably going to know. Um, that's going to be hard to read on a Kindle. You can only get it. Th- you can only get it through the Kindle. Actually, that one be very uh, is actually formatted very well for reading on a Kindle. There are no double page spreads except for at the end when when you get all the ancillary reading to do and stuff. And so like, that's it's the, but the hard part. But isn't in the Kindle? Or? But isn't the Kindle's still kind of like full page? Yeah, um, but it, the same dual page spreads will be half the size actually because of the yeah. That was kind of the cool part. You'd open. You know, you got the do. You know. Dual page spread. You end one panel, and then you got the other. But most of Watchmen is single page stuff. Oh sure, sure, sure. And the ancillary stuff was always at the end of yeah. the individual issues. Yeah. Okay. And I think in the graphic no- in, in the collection, uh, it was done the same way that they put it's, the ancillary it's stuff in place. Yeah, because it right has to do with the pacing of the right. disclosure. Right. So, um, so, so that's just kind of interesting, and we'll see what the impact is there. Uh, because then there, that means that there are other digital devices that will not get the, what are arguably the most popular graphic novels. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't know if it depends on whether or not they. So there's an Amazon app for Android, and there's an Amazon app for Apple. Maybe it's just not available through the Apple. Store. No, it's being done specifically for, for the Kindle, Kindle Fire. All that. All that. Uh, yeah, unless I'm, I'm assuming it's a different very format. Mistaken. It's well, it's a format's a format. I mean, you can you can do a reader for it on any platform. Um, there's there's nothing in the Kindle that says this is technology that no one else can do. So they're just being exclusive. Okay. Yeah. It has been explained. All the press articles have been saying that it, it's a it's being called called the iPad killer. I'll dig into it. I'll find out. Good. Special and report then make next it interesting. Week. Yeah, I'll try. Thank you. Um, so, <laughs> speaking of things that are finished, Chris Weston tweeted this weekend, he's Ooh. the artist on the 12, that it is done. He has finished what? drawing it. So we are going to see the end of the J. Michael Swinsky, Chris Weston, Marvel series, the 12, which I've been waiting for. How many so issues are left? I resubscribe to the 12 to get put in my box. Yes, yes, you can do that now. Damn it. So they did nine, so you get so three 10, more 11, issues. and 12. Yep. So... That's exciting. I'm, I'm very for the excited trade. about that. Well, at this point, I would imagine that people are going to. Anything else with Marvel exciting to you guys? No. Um, Daredevil's F- awesome. FF. Daredevil is still awesome. FF continues to be awesome. FF is still awesome. I did like the Thunderbolts kind of update. So in that Thunderbolts update, is it standing kind of alone on it? Uh, or is it? do you feel like you needed to know a lot about the what else is going on in Marvel? Uh, no, but I, you know, they kind of jump on right in the middle of something, and you figure something big happened. Yeah, but you just kind of go, yeah, screw yeah. it. Captain yeah, yeah. America's in it. Okay, yeah, because because I think what I've really liked about Daredevil so far and FF is that they're both books that kind of stand alone. You don't, yeah. you really don't need to have read anything else, and it's all fine. So I got a question for Nate. What's happening with the Hulk? Which one? Yeah. No, the, the the real Hulk. I mean, the, the, there's some note. There was an article about how he's not the, he's the not the smart Hulk anymore, or something like that. Well, nothing's happening yet. Okay. Issue one comes out this month, and that's the Incredible. And it's going to be the Incredible Hulk post uh, Fear itself, written by I don't remember who, Jason Aaron, with Mark Silvestri on art. And it's supposed to be a separate banner and and Hulk, which obviously they've done before. And he was a 
Mindless Beast by John Byrne, right? Oh, so Banner and the Hulk split. Somehow physically. they're split, and okay. somehow apparently the Hulk is not the mindless Hulk from before. From when so they apparently before. something is going to happen in Fear itself that's going to cause this to okay. occur. But at the end of Greg Pak's run, uh, Hulk defeated what's his name, Tyrannus, mm-hmm. and sure. ran away with Red She Hulk, and they jumped off into the sunset. Yeah, I have a question. I love when they give endings to the Hulk and then go, <laughs> "Kidding, just kidding." Now Thunderbolt Ross is supposed to be the Red Hulk, right? Correct. So what happens to his mustache every time he turns into the Red Hulk? You are going to cause Nate's head to explode because <laughs> that bothers me. It bothers Nate. Isn't the same thing that happens to Ben Grimm's hair every time he changes back and forth between the things? Something, some lame excuse. Yeah, but remember when the Hulk would like, when Bruce Banner would shave his head and then he turned to the Hulk and the Hulk had the same hair? That made sense. You know? Shaved head, you mean. Shaved head. Right. So it's like if if Banner had long hair, the Hulk had long hair. Right. So if if, if Banner has a mustache... Wouldn't Hulk have a mustache? Exactly. So if Thunderbolt Ross has a mustache, wouldn't Red Hulk? Shouldn't but he have a big old Red bushy Hulk mustache? If Red Hulk had a big old bushy mustache, you wouldn't be able to tell that Thunderbolt Ross yes. was the Red Hulk. Oh, I get before that. Before they told you two and a half years into the story with a lame <laughs> See, LMD. Why did you do this? He's raped him on this <laughs> So maybe, maybe Ross is... Somebody calm him down. Somebody calm him down. So they somehow explained get him a Snickers. Like the, the cosmic energy that they used and the radiation that they used made him change it was just some or does he like grow a lip over the mustache that's possible and then yeah. when he <laughs> when then when he reverts back the lip goes away it's like a third eyelid yeah. and then the mustache comes out <laughs> what so you wonder if he flipped that lip up would he have another lip and mustache underneath exactly it? or does it bond to itself ooh maybe uh-huh. or does the mustache turn into a lip Oh, Through awesome. mutation. There you go. It's highly probable, but I don't know. Wow. <laughs> it's highly probable. <laughs> well, I mean, we're talking red gamma radiation here. I mean, the science is there. <laughs> okay. The science checks out. Yeah, was that community? <laughs> that was that a was shout hilarious. out to community's Earth 2 reference. <laughs> the science checks out. Science checks out. <laughs> that was hilarious. There was something too. It was red and blue. It was, yeah, like, it was red, very red universe and blue universe. universe. There were subtle comics th- uh, nods as well. So anyway, I love that show. Ah, uh, we do. Hey, did anybody go to Ape? I did. My did brother not. did. Yeah. How did you? How did do? The Linquist brothers were there too, and the Linquist yes. cousins were there as well. Cousins, whatever. <laughs> and yeah. our friends. whatever. They should go as brothers. It's it's more the marketable. Hotons. The Hodens were, the were there. The Hodens were there. Richard, Richard was there. Yeah. By the way, I did read that. Reed Gunther. Reed Gunther. Just the first one. I bought yeah. all five, but definitely a kid's book. Yeah. I, was, I yeah. was. I wanted a little more story, but definitely a kid's book. No, it's a good kid. Yeah, it's a good kid's book. I uh, I read the second issue. I need to go back. And, well, although they're gonna, for, they got the trades coming soon, so I don't know. If for I the whole hype of him riding a bear, I don't think he actually rode the bear in the first of, not issue. Not a lot of bear riding. No, there really I think isn't. they could have dwelled into that. You know what? It's more the friendship between man and bear. But I think they could have dwelled into that Man whole mythology, I think. Man Created book. a myth, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. who was that man riding the bear? You know what I mean? Like, make it more of a Western kind of myth kind of thing. But I think, you know, it's, it, it, it's good form to have uh, guests on and then and then uh, criticize the work. I, I didn't read their stuff. Okay. I would have told them if they were here. I thought it was wonderful. 
Did you really? It's a book you could give to anyone. Did no. you really? Well, Ape, was, Ape was nice too, but I was okay. just talking about Reed. Uh, that the. Uh, I didn't hate it. Okay. No, I'm just saying. I, you, just wanted, you just wanted more man bear action. It was. I wanted men riding bear. I wanted him to poke the bear. Yes. Yeah. Bareback. Um, Shake the bear. That's what I meant. Okay. Shake oh the bear. Oh, Lord, no. But Ape was fun. But Google yeah. it. Tell Ape me. was fun. I was I was amazed at how many artists and uh, producers there were there. Just what do you mean producers? Well, just they had like IDW was there and last publishers, ca- publishers okay. and, and people putting together books. They had multiple people at the same table. So the uh, it was at the Concourse Expedition, Exposition Center, mm-hmm. which is across from the Gift Center in San Francisco. And, man, uh, what a great place to go for a comic show. The, the low ceiling, all wood, brightly lit, and wonderful. And just going by each one of these individual booths with people selling stuff they've done who were probably, you know, putting their own money into it and they're really mm-hmm. anxious and excited about uh, what they're doing. It's so much different than going to Comic-Con. It's just, oh, interesting. It was just, Did you take a lot of pictures? It was a lot personal. You know, I tried to. I took some I took some long shots, but getting up close with people, the uh, the tungsten lighting and stuff interfered with the, the lens, so I didn't get a lot of uh, individual shots. Oh, I'm sorry. But, uh, no, it was, it was a great, great time. They were wonderful. Uh, one... <laughs> we get there's, there's uh, pantomiming going on. We're reenacting a scene from a funny thing happened on the way to the forum right oh, now. Oh, okay. And Lon is playing the Zero Mostel role. Okay. Yes. Something familiar. Okay. Well, and yeah, I don't have to. I don't have a real report on it. It's, it's it was, a good time. I well, had a great time. I like Everybody small, I talked to, I do like went the smaller shows, time. and I'm still reeling from the loss of WonderCon. But you know what, though? What? South Bay's got Big Wow. We do have Big Wow. And they're wow. going to step it up. Uh, Everyone I talked to about WonderCon thoroughly believes it's going to come back after this. Well, I would hope so. Yeah, little well, thing. better. Yeah. Well, Is it. anyone going down to WonderCon? Hell no. Uh, I'm, I'm, I might look into it. If I uh, live there, I'll go. Sell out. Otherwise, they can. If, if uh, Nate lives there, I'll, I'll crash at his place and I'll go. No. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> After all, we, okay, nothing really, but come on. I sense a lot of hostility. None, none whatsoever, Derek. I don't no, know. I think I your know. hostility sensor's off. Yeah, that's what you always say. And then I get blindsided by hostility. Uh, so, any movie news this week? Hold on, we're not done with Ape yet. Oh, we're not? Okay. So, my brother is going to be updating the Pong website on Mondays and Fridays. So, that's the uh, website devoted to the original Atari game, Pong? Exactly. Okay. Exactly no, wrong. Not Nate. Tell the truth. Pong, the wandering Shaolin monk. I believe the website is SherlongPong.com, which is S H I L O N G P A N G dot com. Uh, he used to update only on Fridays. He wants to get volume two of his uh, the second volume of his book out, so he's doing double duty. The Zurich Award winning Zurich Award winning creator Ben Costa. Yes. Um, and he talked to James Robinson. Yes. They were very close on the floor. What I mean, the, in proximity. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of trash talk from my brother about me. I'll let that slide. <laughs> well, uh, nothing compared to the trash talk you give about him That's to James true. Robinson. I was there. No, I specifically said my brother was not an a-hole. He was just a mute. And somehow <laughs> that got lost in translation. My brother said I was the a-hole. Uh, he talked to the Houghton brothers. Yes. And they mentioned that uh, 
you know, we were here, whatever. Way to sell us, thanks. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. We were here, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You're an a hole. <laughs> okay. Well, so he did pretty well. Though, did he have a good show? Selling, he said he did pretty well. When I went by, I wasn't able to say hi because he was the, his booth was being uh, awesome. attacked from all sides That's by awesome. people. That's good news. It's, yeah. a, it's a good book. It looked like he had some new product too. And he hair. probably did. He got. He's got. He did. He reprinted uh, Eight Herbs Mountain, which is a forty-page delicious floppy. Um, probably had some new shirts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Brandon yeah. Gumble. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So, do you have any uh, in this time? Now we're done with Ape. Any movie news? No, I just no. Can't but think you know, let's talk about since we, we let's need to fill this it. movie section. Movies we want to see. I want to see Drive because everybody says is really good. The the thing has we, anyone seen it? Uh, no. And the thing with Drive is that I keep getting emails from the publicity company saying, "Well, we're doing this. Could you post this? Could you?" Post? I mean, like it, it seems to me like the consensus out there is here's this really good movie, at least that critics are loving, and no, and the studio's behind it, and no one's going to see it. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that Ryan Gosling seems to be some heartthrob, he is so hot right now. Yeah, and I don't quite get. I mean, I think he's a good actor. He's almost but, as hot as Hansel. That yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, I want to see Moneyball because yeah. I'm an A's fan. I want to see that. I want to see. And Moneyball. I love Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill. Um, 50, I want fifty. Want to see that? I, see I would 50, like 50. to see fifty I like fifty. See 50. I didn't realize. Did Seth Rogen write that? Uh, no, the, his, the cancer guy wrote it. Okay, but, but was yeah, his he, producing but it was like his, yeah, yeah, on Sasha on the uh, Ali G show, right? Which I thought was really kind of cool. So now that there's a Backstory on that, and it's not just one of your typical cancer stories. I kind of want to see it. Yeah, Seth Rogen and uh, the cancer guy were on Howard Stern uh, last week. Uh, okay. Does he have a name besides I don't the cancer his, guy? I, no, I think his actual does, name was Cam. It does seem like Kids in the Hall, Cancer Boy. Um, mm, you know, no, this so. is Cancer Guy, Derek. Okay, I'm sorry. And then, Completely dare different. I say I it? Sense, I sense hostility. <laughs> dare I say it? I would like to see Real Steel. Yeah, uh, I would like to see that. Because, A, Hugh Jackman is a likable leading man, mm-hmm. and I can usually watch him, you know, navigate through any movie. Did okay, you but I, see that? I, I I did not. Oh. I ended up having to work too late. Um, You're lucky. But what I hear from David J. Fowley in Chicago, uh, who sometimes we cover, pick up his reviews, is that it was the brief uh, text message was it was very family friendly. No, it said very family friendly. Mm-hmm. You can take your son, and you, and mm. you guys have a good time. Does that mean that you, and, I, and I'm not saying that as an insult, that you going with adults, someone like, say, the guy in the T-shirt across the table from you. Me and Nate are not adults. But anyways, okay. continue. Nate's going to be an adult soon. Pretty soon. You Pretty and another, soon. another man-child. Pretty soon. When, yeah, you and another man-child going. You know, if you, you know, it's robots beating each other up, so now Transformers has competition. Maybe you would, but, mm. it, but, it, but when you say it's family-friendly... I, I don't necessarily think, oh, yeah, I should tell Lonnie we'll At see this. At its core, it's what? A rock rock sock'em it's a boxing yes. movie. At its core, it's Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Yeah. But even then, though, the it's 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 a down-on-his-luck loser who's got to fight his way back. It's a, it's Rocky. Yeah, it is. You know what I mean? It's With like, robots. Who doesn't like robot that? Robot jocks and Rocky. Robot it's not jocks. robot jocks. One terrible film. I don't know. Plus, I like Evangeline Lilly. I think she's hot, and I'm glad she's still working, and I want to support her. Okay. Because someday, we might go out. 
Really? Someday? I don't know. We might. Someday? Oh, I know. The one uh, little movie tidbit was Kevin Feige give, gave an interview oh, last God. week and mentioned, oddly enough, in their plans in 2013-2014, one, the Hollywood Reporter had already said that they were looking to develop Guardians of the Galaxy, but he also said they're looking at to develop The Inhumans as a film. Interesting. So, I want to play Black Bolt. No, Wait no, a minute. Could no, you no, stand no, up no. for a second? No, no, I that. think your brother would play back Black Bolt. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> no, I think they should go totally a different way race-wise and just Chris, shock yeah. everyone. Chris Tucker is Black Bolt? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. And you couldn't <laughs> shut him up. No, you couldn't. <laughs> one minute funny. in the film, the entire universe is destroyed. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. Uh, you know us make our own fan film real quick yes what inhuman storyline would they go off though because there's no like to me the definitive uh inhuman story was that like marvel max series they did or yeah but who remembers that you know what i mean like no but if it's the definitive story if it's a decent plot about about a kind of a royal uprising the royal family you do maximus the mad it kind of becomes war of the roses yeah you mean and not the Michael Douglas Catholic. Oh, Turner, okay. The actual God. historical event. Mm. Uh, so, you know, it's kind of like a, you know, a people split. Kind of like the Tudors with superpowers. Yeah. Interesting. That could, so, that could happen. So Which they've been, playing, the they've been playing that aspect of, of them up more lately in the yeah. books. Yeah. So I think that, you know, there'll be possible. possible that's, that's kind of interesting. As long as Karnak does that bit where he predicts what's in the envelope. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Then I'll be okay with it in human. I'm movie. both impressed and saddened by what? that. No, I'm impressed that you know that, but the re- realization is that that people that would go see the Inhumans now have no idea who Karnak what is. What is a jock, a sprock, and a frock? Because no, Carson uh, retired in like you know 20 years ago and died 10 years Look, ago. Look, we'll play stump the band later. Okay, let's just move wow. on. Wow. Uh, hey, let's move on to television because there's a lot of comics news happening in television. So say what? Say first of all, let's go back in time because we missed this. I, th- I believe we missed this the time before. Is that DC has two series in development? One at uh, looks like TNT. Oh yeah, Wonder Woman. I heard about it. No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> Dead Man. Say what? And Fox has the Spectre. Oh, I did hear about that. Yeah, yeah. About that too. didn't we talk about that already? I don't. I don't, I don't know. We. I, I don't I, know. I that we feel did. like we. I think we had it on the itinerary and we got rushed to leave. So just wanted to throw that out there. It's a good time to be dead in the DC universe. Yeah, and you get. And well, you know why? Why? Because Ghost Whisperer was such a hit. Well, yeah, I could say uh, what DC Universe Presents is doing in the New Fifty Two with Dead Man, the kind of re-explanation of what his mission is and his powers. Right. Uh, actually, I read that and went, oh, that makes a lot of sense for television. You don't have to have any other characters. Um, you just have one regular guy who's willing to put on the white hood. That was bad. Uh, to put on the uh, white makeup. and uh, It's and a then, green hood. It's a mask. And then it's a, no, no, no. That's the specter. Dead oh. man is, is he just, has a hood? Is just Yeah, well, it is He a has mask. a white mask, mask that he pulls over. I thought as dead man, he was already you dead. Know, he looked like that before he died. That was his costume as a circus air, so uh, wait, acrobat. As this, as his like ethereal form, though, he can take his mask off? No, he, no, he it typically happens when he becomes human again. Oh, yeah, I didn't know he pulls, could switch Boston back and become Brand human. Pulls the mask. Well, he's it's well, now that he's dating Dove. He can uh, take his face off. Uh, yeah. yeah, but it, uh, on he its did own, it brightest day. On its own, it makes sense as a you know, just, you just have one regular who goes through, or oh, two regulars because someone's got to play Ramakrishna, 
And what? Ramakrishna is the goddess who gave him, who's given him this mission. He's Charlie. Charlie? Like, Charlie's angels. Oh. Ramakrishna. She She's is Charlie. Well, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Or like Charlene. Charlene. She's Charlene. Now I get it. Okay. They're going to change it. There won't be any Ramakrishna. Ramakrishna no, I know. You can't really have a pagan goddess in a show in America. You just can't do it. Uh, he's uh, just going to die. He's going to wake up. He's going to figure it out on his own. Right. And then he's going to help people week to week. Plus, if you go back and to his origin, you have, three weeks. you have an original built-in timeline. Is he's got to find the man with the hook. Yeah. So, so it's the fugitive. the fugitive. Yes. Which, I mean, it was ultimately, I mean, it came out originally in the wake of The Fugitive, so it yep. just made sense. It was the, Why does he have to find the man with the hook? Because that's the one who shot him. You remember seeing the glint of the hook in the, in the crowd? It gets I never really, knew how a dead man died. It really he, was, he was shot by a guy who wanted to get into the League of Assassins. It was a, hmm. she saw the, saw the guy on a poster, and so he was a, he was a circus acrobat, who, circus aerialist, who called himself Dead Man because he was always defying death. And so, Always dressed but he couldn't defy a bullet. Well, that's right. And so this guy went and sunk in the circus, and he had a hook hand, and he shot him. So, so for a long time, Boston Brand was thinking, okay, there was a reason. Why was I killed? And it turned out to be just random. The guy needed to kill someone to get into the League of Assassins, so he chose this high-profile public you know, entertainer. And he made him a dead man. He made him a dead but man. But doesn't he also have the power to jump into people's bodies right. and control? Right. Yep. So it's ghost. Right. So now we've got ghost meets ghost the fugitive. fugitive. I, yeah, I'm. That's all you need to say. My favorite, my favorite uh, dead man storyline was when he was in Swamp Thing, at the same time as the Challengers of the Unknown, and Swamp Thing. All three of them in the same book. I think that would have been in the '70s, like the original run of Swamp Thing. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant you said when he was in Swamp Thing. I no, thought you meant no, he's actually no, no, no. No, no, no. possessing. <laughs> okay. Him. Less scary than I thought it was going to sound. Jeez, uh, and the Spectre going to Fox is also a logical thing. Cop who's killed comes back to seek vengeance. They love that. It's 24 meets... No, it's not. You want Target. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to put it on mid-season replacement. It's going to get lost in American Idol and X Factor. And it's going to be canceled. Okay. And it's going to have uh, Rivers Cuomo on it. Wait, no, not Rivers what? Cuomo. What's the... <laughs> who's the hot chick from Simon Terminator? Cowell? Oh, uh, um, which one? Oh, oh, yeah, duh, the one that was... What's it? her name? I can't think of it. The one that... Uh, River, uh, no, was, uh, Rivers, her character in oh, Firefly. Yeah, it's <laughs> What's her name? The hottie. What's her, uh, you know, Summer wait, Glau. Summer yeah. Glau, Rivers thank Cuomo. you. <laughs> oh, wait, that's the guy from Weezer, I think. Yes. <laughs> Although, wow. Summer Glau and Rivers Cuomo in a TV series, people might Whoa, watch it. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. At least once. Um, wow. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> okay. Cartoon Network. They had this, uh, what is it, MIP? Something uh, like a SIGGRAPH, one of those uh, one of those get- gatherings of technology stuff. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> and Sam Register, who's in charge of Warner Animation, made a presentation on uh, the... One on the Cartoon Network DC Nation block, which we knew there's a CG Green Lantern series coming, but here's new stuff for 2013. They are ready. They are officially mind-boggling things. Mind-boggling things. Ready? Ready. So first of all, there's going to be a new uh, traditional animation uh, series. I take that back. No, it's a CG animated series called Beware the Batman, which will have uh, Batman, Robin, and occasionally Katana. Oh, okay. uh, gotta have an Asian chick fighting in uh, Gotham City. 
Okay, so that's like one half hour, and then there's going to be a road. It's going to be like the old Superman, Batman, Aquaman adventure hour from Filmation. Okay, uh, so, uh, so rotating second. Oh, it wasn't Filmation, was it? Lou Scheimer, Prescott, or whatever that was. Um, so, uh, in the rotating slots, Ardman Animation, the clay guys that do Wallace and Gromit, will I've been given free reign to do their own Batman animated shorts. Nick Park will be directing in Claymation. We'll be doing these plasticine figures, yes. Hmm. Uh, there will be live-action news with Jim Lee and Jeff Johns talking about events in the regular DC universe. Hmm. And they'll be rotating short f- shorts of Plastic Man and The Outsiders. Wait, together, together or separate? No, okay. separate, not separate features. Like Batman and The Outsiders. No, now just The Outsiders. Man. Yeah, it's just The Outsiders. So, so Plastic... Now, no word if this is based off the Plastic Man pilot they did a while ago? or Not yet. Probably not. I would hope so, though, because... Well, you'd say probably not, but that pilot got a lot of play, and people yeah. talk about it still. And then Tom Kenny was brought back to be Plastic Man in Brave and the Bold. Right. So um, if they could capture that, and, and you know, SpongeBob's kind of winding down, Kenny has time to... Write and produce an, uh, a Plastic Man series, and he's still. Every time I read an interview with him, he talks about how he's still excited to do that. He oh, just, did they mention who's, who's in the Outsiders? No, they did not. Hmm. There's a picture. I think I saw a, a quick, a really tiny photo because basically everything that's leaked out. They haven't officially sent the press release with the artwork. What was leaked out was people taking pictures with their camera phone of the presentation, and in that, it seems like there was a, it was a metamorpho image. Hmm. So, okay. a logical... Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's not Outsiders. I apologize. It's Robot Man because it's, it's Doom Patrol. Oh, Doom, Doom Patrol. Patrol. That's better. Yes, I wrote mm. down the wrong thing, so I'm sorry. Uh, Great. Sorry. Start over and There goes my okay. hopes of finally seeing the Outsiders. <laughs> well, the Outsiders are on Brave and the Bold. I'm kidding. I'm just messing with you. With the outsiders Black Lightning, are. Katana, and I thought it was not Black Lightning. I thought he was static. No, it's Black Lightning oh. in, uh, in the Outsiders in uh, Brave and the Bold. Yeah, Static is part of the Justice League. Yes, to, uh, beyond. Yes, the future one. So um, anyway, so that's kind of that's kind of interesting. We've got The Walking Dead returning next week or the week after. It's already returned, my friend. Well, on webisodes. Yeah, yeah. Sixteenth is the uh, sixteenth. Okay, so uh, like two weeks. The webisode is going back to talk about the girl, the bicycle girl that he shot. Rick shoots oh, really? in the pilot. Yeah, Aww. so it's like what happened to her? What created? How did she become a zombie? How did she become a zombie? So was she an old girl or a young girl? She's she was fairly young. She's probably a mother. Uh, she's young a mother. mother age. She's a young mother. Yes. Oh, that makes. I watched the first chapter. The only thing I uh, they're kind of weird. How about long are they? They're like two and a half minutes. Oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, so chapter one is up, and the only thing that was weird about it was it just like ends. There's like no to be continued. There's anything. It just goes. It just get in the house and boom. It's well, it's because they eventually put them back to back. I realize, but it's still kind of jarring when you're watching yeah. the video, you know. And suddenly, yeah. I, I thought I turned away for a second. and I thought, oh, there's like no credits, no anything. And I yeah. thought, okay, that's all. Because you know what? That's throws. what happens. It's that fast. It's, it's like that what quick. happens in real life. There's no credits when you leave here, Derek. Yeah, when you die, the credits don't start rolling. When you get in your car after you leave the shop, it doesn't say, that was Derek McCaw. Well, no, Rick goes and edits in the credits. theme music. I'm talking about real life, not the podcast. Well, I don't When like we put real life. away all the equipment and you walk out of the Loose of Comics and Games, 274, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is why you can't be host. Okay. <laughs> 
blah, blah, blah. Are you blah. excited, Lon, for the return of Walking Dead? Because of us sitting at this table, I think you are the biggest fan. I'm the skeptic, too. I think Lon hates right. it the most. I'm the biggest <laughs> well, skeptic. There is no one who can hate it more than the one who wanted it the bad, you know, the worst. So You I did said baddest. Edit out. No. No. It's not perfect, everyone. Listen. I never said I was perfect. Just perfecter than you. Anyways. <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to it just because um, there's no real other decent nighttime dramas to watch anymore. So. X Factor. Fringe. You said dramas. You're counting X Factor as a drama? It is dramatic. Oh, I'm sure it is. Uh, okay, well, scripted fringe, drama. Fringe is allegedly whole, is, yeah, being good. But Boardwalk is, Empire. Fringe is good. But Boardwalk Empire, yes. Some dangling questions on Fringe. Uh, well, I'm not, I'm not caught up. Yeah, I, have I, am. Season, I have. Yeah, I gotta get through two and three. I gotta barrel through seasons two and three. I, about halfway through two, and I have to get through because the magic mailbox delivered season three. I'm very excited. It's just finding time. I think we spoke about this before. I was six issues behind on something, and it was oh, it was too bad. Spoilers. No, go ahead. Spoilers tell me. Go ahead. Talk about it. You want to know what's wrong with Fringe right now? Tell me what's I'll wrong with Fringe you. right now. So we all know that Peter is missing. He never I did existed. Know that. Right. There was a crisis. There was a crisis in the Fringeverse. And Superboy punched a hole in continuity. The question is, so, okay, last season, uh, Olivia had to, she was possessed by no, Billy. She, well, oh. For a little while. He had to, you know, find a host to exist because he was dead. The Nimoy character. Ah. They brought William his spirit, they found a way to right. wrangle his spirit into her body. So this wow. season, in the most recent like episode, did anyone else Nimoy. notice... That faux Livia speaks in the William Bell voice that Olivia used last season. I did not notice that. You didn't watch that. I know. Rick did though. Yeah. Did you notice that, Rick? I have. I'm actually two episodes behind. Okay. Aha! <laughs> when you watched last week's episode, pay attention to how faux Livia speaks. I was told there you, wasn't going to be a qu- quiz. She clearly goes. You were told nothing. I was told and liked it. And item number two. Yes. Last season. When Broyles helped regular Olivia, oh, faux Broyles helped our Olivia come back, right. he was killed. Yes. How come Broyles lives just because Peter never existed? We all know, based on what we've seen so far, that Olivia from our side did go to the other side and do things over there and had to get help to get back. But how come Broyles is still alive on that side? This is almost exactly like the New Universe argument exactly. in DC Comics. That's weird. Yeah. They are both owned by Warner Brothers. Exactly. And let's not forget that a couple seasons ago, or maybe it was just last season, they played an episode where Charlie, who was killed the previous season, was still alive. But when you start warping universes and timelines and non-exist and do exist... Don't normal rules. <laughs> Something about the way you just said <laughs> like, it was so down on. Hillbilly Science by Lon Lopez. <laughs> I mean, doesn't really, like, no rules <laughs> apply <laughs> anymore. <laughs> when you're inbred cousins plucking the strings of the theory, <laughs> you might be a time paradox. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just going to happen. Just, Speaking like, of William. It's like a brand new day. It's like one more day. It's like DC it's New It's like universe. a beautiful day. They just, they're, they're taking whatever... They want and saying, oh, that kind of sucked as a part of the story that we did. So let's just forget about that. It ever you know happened. what's going to happen? The series is going to come to a close when Mephisto steps forward <laughs> and says, "Ha! I had Olivia's love." 
Uh, anyway, they just need to hire Nate as a script super. They do. They eventually, do. eventually, what they'll happen? My resumes out there, people in LA. Eventually, yeah. Peter will come back, and the the one who should be dead will fade away. I and hope he just drops look. dead right in front of everyone. They're like, "What the hell happened?" Yeah. Okay. I really hope that. And, happens. and, and speaking of William Bell, though, uh, Leonard Nimoy this past weekend did make his final appearance at a Star, Star Trek, Trek convention, convention. 45th yes. anniversary, 45th Star anniversary Trek. Star Trek convention, and he said, at the age of eighty, he will not. He will not be uh, appearing anymore. However, he also said a couple of years ago he was retiring from acting, and that didn't quite happen. So, mm. who knows? It was mm. great that they had an episode of Fringe when they brought him back. You remember how they brought him back? Uh, they teleported oh, they him they in. Brought him back. That portion of the show was animated. Yes, 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 yes. So yes. they had w- they had a uh, Leonard Nimoy animated drawn in. Huh. When it was from Olivia's perspective, I think, yeah, or something that. was like that. weird. They went into that room and everything. And everything was animated. That is, that is odd. Yeah. All right. Wow. And so. uh, my girlfriend's brother worked on that scene. Oh, nice. The company cool. he worked for. Wow. So it's almost like you worked on it. Exactly. Wow. Cool. Can so listen up, people in L.A. Look at that scene. Can he get you a it's job? Because like I, I need a place to stay. No, he can't. Oh. Okay. And you he can't was an stay intern there. at the time. I can't stay there anymore. I know. That's why I'm, that's why I'm sensing hostility. It's a one-bedroom, Derek. You'd let me stay at your place, right? I guess. Yes. Would you let him stay I at your know. place if you had a woman in the room with you? In the room? No. In the, whole, in what, the place is it, You mean it's a one-room place? Yeah, that's it. It's like a studio? studio? No, it's a one-bedroom. Yeah, okay. Oh. You have a living room. You have I can sleep on the couch. That's her brother's bed. If you think that... <laughs> Nate should let me stay with him in L.A. Please write in to editor at fanboyplanet.com. That'll probably get more mail than Or sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. Right. Uh, so, and I want you to forward all those emails to me. I will. Don't think I won't. Did you watch Doctor Who? Yes. Okay. Were you happy? I was ecstatic. Okay. Were you? I'm curiously unmoved by the whole thing. Really? I, I thought the episode was a romp. I, I, I thought it was good, and I've been rethinking some things. So no, actually, and so I've fallen right into Stephen Moffat's plans that I need to rewatch from the beginning of the season. Yes, because there's a continuity thing that uh, I think the time loop is too painful in my head. I have to I have to double check and see if I'm right. The only thing that bothered me was the idea that he only had to be on the beach; that it wasn't really. We shall see. There's yeah. a fantastic review by Drew Simchick on on. Fanboy I read Planet. that, and it was it is truly wonderful. Everyone should seek it out on so fanboyplanet.com. But and we will. Have you not been turned off completely to Doctor Who since the premiere of Inspector Spacetime? <laughs> well, my my allegiances are torn. Uh, so where can we get those uh, uh, Inspector Spacetime T-shirts? Probably NBCShop.com. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> I, if they haven't yet, they're <laughs> foolish because they they accidentally opened a meme of craziness on, on the internet. I'm still waiting for the Kick Puncher comic book. So <sighs> we should talk to Derek about that. Well, no, you can get it you if you buy Derek. the DVD. I think. Oh, you can, <laughs> or the Blu-ray, or something like that. No, Derek Mears, who is oh, Kick Puncher. Other Derek. Yes. Who actually? And I just found out this. So this last last weekend, uh, last week we had Shane Houghton on. Mm-hmm. Shane, who said they mentioned he's worked in film, he's worked for Funny or Die, and so he Shane is a regular contributor to Channel One Hundred and One, which oh. Derek Mears and all the community and the community guys started Channel One Hundred and One. So mm. Shane I'll is be. regularly part of that. So there's a connection. Maybe Shane can get me a job. Maybe Shane, are you listening? Maybe you should have been nicer to him last week I was instead very of nice. you exuded so much hostility. If he can't You're get you a crazy. job, maybe he can just buy some shoes. Yeah, that's a good idea too. Yeah. Um, Do you wear a 12, Shane? 
so I just wanted to know out there. Next, the weirdest shoe shop uh, ever. Wow. I think on the uh, so mid October, Batman Arkham City comes out. Right. Oh, yeah. Pre-ordered. So you know uh, what? It it shows up on the 18th. What did you order it on? What what uh, format? I ordered it for platform. Uh, I believe I ordered it Xbox. Okay. Well, hold on to your hats here. So the Magic Mailbox delivered something to me last night, which I didn't have a t- chance to watch, but I did uh, look at what comes with it. So, which is, I got the Green Lantern Extended Edition Ooh. Blu-ray, and with that is a code that if you have Batman Arkham City on PS3, you can download a Yellow Lantern skin mm. for Batman. For Batman, because he would have had the ring. You know, because the yellow Fear, ring first yeah. went to him. So you can fight mm. in Arkham City if you as buy the Green Lantern Blu-ray. You can fight in Arkham City as a Yellow Lantern. And that stuff will eventually just be available for DLC. purchase online. DLC. Really? Yeah. Well, yes. but it's only but it's at the moment it's cool. only for PS3. Yeah. So uh, that's good to know that eventually I could. But uh, right now... That's where it's going, and then nice. actually, Arkham City is coming with a lot of skins. Like, suppose rumor is like Nightwing will be a playable playable character. Um, yeah, I think I got I got uh, a, an additional Robin skin for buying it through Best Buy at Comic Con. Okay, wow. Yeah, and there's a, there's a Batman. The I want to wear a Robin skin. Oh, that was disturbing. <laughs> there's a Batman the Animated Series skin. Isn't there a uh, Dark Knight skin? I, I think there's a Dark Knight skin. Is there I've a Batman that. Incorporated skin? And it depends on where you buy it from. Yeah, I've seen yeah. a bunch of different, different There's outfits. a Joker Funhouse if you buy it at GameStop. There's some kind of Joker downloadable oh, DLC. Interesting. So you promised me that eventually that will all be expanded? You can't available. promise Do anything. you promise I can't that, promise, Rick. but typically it does Would show Would you up promise DLC. me? No. I'll lie to you. You okay. want me to lie to you. I always no lie no. to you. Lie to me. No. Lie to all right. Me. Well, that's all I have for this week. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, compliments, commentary, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com or, as Nate so helpfully pointed out, sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. Until next week, I'm Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of fanboyplanet.com. What's happening next week? We'll do the oh, podcast. Oh, you completely. Oh, you, I thought you were making. Like I know. A I realized that it is a cliffhanger. Next week, I will be. I will be Doreen. changing my identity. Doreen McCaw. Doreen McCaw. Whoa! No, don't spread that rumor. <laughs> oh man, Gosh, she's gonna look funny in a goatee. I would shave it. Uh too soon. I'm Lon Lidvision Lopez. Oh my God! Get some sleep, man. What? Or lose your job. What? No. I'm tired of it getting in the way of your announcing duties. I'm Nate, starving like Marvin. Where are we going for dinner, Costa? Buy my shoes on eBay. <laughs> All right. And I'm Rick Brett Snyder, reminding you to use, use your powers only for good food. Those Those were were good days. Those were good days. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com.